Welcome to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kessel. I'm an integrative health practitioner and certified brain rewiring coach. And on this podcast, I'm going to be diving deep into all things personal growth and development, brain rewiring, health and wellness, and spirituality. Hello, welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great week. The energy is pretty intense with all of the eclipses, so if things feel heavy, know that you are not alone. This episode is so good. Jackie, who is my guest, is incredible. She knows all things weight loss while eating bomb food. So it's going to be a topic that I know every woman needs to hear. But before I get into the juicy episode, I just want to share a really exciting announcement, and that is my signature program, Free From Emotional Eating, is officially open for enrollment. This is a 12-week program that will guide you to overcoming emotional eating, rewiring your brain, healing your relationship with food, healing your digestive system, and so much more. If you're someone who eats when they're stressed, eats when they're sad, eats when they're happy, and just thinks about food all day long, doesn't know how to actually deal with emotions when triggers, when they come up, then this program is exactly for you. In Free From Emotional Eating, I will be guiding you through physical healing, so getting the gut microbiome healthy, hormones healthy, blood sugar balanced, then going into identifying what's causing you to emotionally eat. Then we will learn how to rewire your brain to heal this while doing all that deep inner healing work that's keeping you stuck releasing emotions through practices that I will walk you through and I will have powerful energy healers joining me to do energy healing circles which are so fun and lastly we're going to be learning how to connect to your intuition so you can actually know how to live and eat intuitively. This program covers it all and I'm so excited to bring this back for you. If you're interested in joining, all the information will be in the show notes. All you have to do to apply is book an enrollment call to see if we're a good fit. The link for that will be in the show notes. And if you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at it's Michelle Kessel. That is I-T-S-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-K-E-S-I-L on Instagram and I'll answer all of your questions. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Metamorphosis with Michelle podcast. Today, I have a lovely guest, Jackie Cherkes, or as you may know her on Instagram, she is Jackie's Food Affair. So everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. Jackie is a weight loss nutritionist. And she's all about eating that good food while losing weight. So she's not one to 
give you a boring meal plan. I think that's what she's all about. (laughs) Michelle is now my manager. Please have all requests go through her. (laughs) I'm down. (laughs) But yeah, so just tell everyone a little bit about you, what you do, whatever is on top of your mind. Yes. So my title is I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Try saying that 10 times fast. I think the easiest way to put it is I'm a holistic nutritionist and I am on the precipice of launching my weight loss program. It is called weight loss for go-getters and you hit the nail right on the head. It is a program specifically meant for people who are busy AF. They love going out. They love traveling. They love to cook. They want to lose weight, but they just don't know how. And I used to be a food blogger. So my boot, my, my food, my food, (laughs) I say my food is bomb as fuck. My food is bomb AF. Um, and it also teaches you how to save money. So that is a little bit about me. I love it. Yes. Your food does always look bomb. So what got you into this? Like what made you decide that you want to help women lose weight? Oh, that's kind of a long story. Um, if you have a little bit of time, but I'll try to condense it as short as possible. So I'm a first generation American. My entire family is from Ukraine. So we are Ukrainian Jews, which really means, you know, this um, yeah. that food is the center of our universe. So I was born and raised in San Francisco and food was always really, like I just said, the center of our universe. So regardless, if you were celebrating something, if you were with family, if we were just going out, trying a new restaurant, like that was always such a big culture thing for me and my family. So over time, um, I kind of accidentally became a food blogger. I moved to New York, it exploded. And while that sounds really incredible, I ended up gaining a ton of weight. So I'll never forget, there was a moment where it was the middle of August in New York. And I don't know if you've ever been to New York in August. It is so humid. It's disgusting. And I was completely covered and head to toe in an outfit because I felt so uncomfortable in my body. And I think the best way I can describe it is it felt really hard to breathe. And at that time, I think I was 26, 27. And as a 26 or 27 year old, those are not feelings that I should have had. So I just said, screw it. I'm deactivating everything, whatever I need to do. I need to lose the weight. So I created really my own set of rules in three months. I lost 30 pounds. A year later, I lost an additional 10. Um, That was, I think, three and a half or four years ago at this point. And I kind of fell into this as a purpose of if I can do this for myself, I know I can help so many other people. And as my branding changed, as I came back to Instagram, so did my audience. And I've had so many people reach out to me and say, how can I work with you? So I said, okay, I need to go to school. I need to learn the science behind what's happening in my body. Um, So I went to school and that is what got me to where I am today. I love it. I feel like that is so relatable as women in our 20s, like we want to have fun. We want to try all the good food. And sometimes we don't really think about the repercussions. And then we're like, well, shit, now I want to lose all this weight. What do I do? (laughs) Right. So interesting that you say that because the person that I really built this program for was 21 year old Jackie. When I Mm -hmm. my first job, 
out of college in corporate America, which I loved. I had the best time, but what was healthy for me was skipping breakfast, getting a salad for lunch, dousing it with like double or triple the amount of sauce, having nothing of nutritional value in there. After work, meeting everyone for happy hour, getting uh, burgers and pizza and wings and like three or four margaritas. And then over time, question mark, why did I start gaining a ton of weight? It's because that was my definition of healthy. And there's a very specific reason for this, as we know, but we're not taught anything about nutrition in school. So I really built this for someone who's very interested and curious about losing weight and what I wish I knew. I first got interested in actually being serious about losing weight. Yeah, that's so important. If you could go back and talk to that 21-year-old Jackie, what would you tell her about losing weight? How much time do you have? <laughs> um, let's see. There are a few things. I would say learn how to read a nutrition label. Number two, understand what macronutrients are. Um, three, understand what portions are. And four, start loving to cook ASAP. Um, I've always like dabbled in it. And I think it's just also part of our culture as well. But uh, besides like being at Babushka's house and having her teach me how to make like filmeni or her, her famous cake, um, no one ever like really taught me. Uh, so I would say like, get really comfortable and start having fun in the kitchen as well. Yeah. I love that you bring fun into this. So when it comes to helping these busy women lose weight, let's say they're like, yeah, I want to do this, but I don't want to give up like going out to brunch or going to happy hours. How do you kind of find that middle ground? That is a great question. And it is such a great question that it is literally a week's worth of content that I go over in my program. It is um, navigating how to go out and traveling as well, either for work or for pleasure. Um, I personally love to go travel for pleasure all of the time, but there is no such thing as having to sacrifice food or fun. It is all about understanding what's going in your body. So the way that I created my program is I give you the knowledge and it is yours for the taking. So I think a really big issue is just no one knows. It wasn't taught to people. So you can still go out, you can still order the things that you love. There are little tweaks that you make and you can still go out and have fun and drink because I love me a good drink, but it's all about understanding what are the macros in there? What's, what's the sugar that's in there? It's you understanding, having that knowledge, and then you making the educated decision as to what that means. Because at the end of the day, I can't make anyone change. I can give someone a set of information and it is yours for the taking. What do you want to do with that piece of information? So I teach everyone how to do all of those things. You don't need to sacrifice fun. I think the word diet, people automatically assume like broiled chicken and broiled broccoli. While I love my chicken and broccoli, I make a much more delicious recipe than that. You don't ever have to sacrifice taste. You don't have to sacrifice fun. Um, and you get to live your best life, which I think is the best part because 
your relationship with food is very unique. There's no other relationship like it, right? You have to eat multiple times a day. So make that relationship great. Yeah, I totally agree with all of that because I think the biggest kind of one of the biggest roadblocks people experience is feeling like their social life has to be put on hold on their health or weight loss journey. So bridging that gap is super powerful because it's so much more doable when you're like, oh, it's okay. Like I can still have a Saturday out with my friends. I don't have to sit at home and like eat my sad little broccoli and chicken. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's all about just having that, that power of knowledge to me, this will kind of go into our, um, culture a little bit, but from the moment I I can remember, my dad always told me, you know, your education is the most important thing because no one can take it away from you. To me, there's so much out there when it comes to nutrition that, what I've at least created is really bringing it back to the basics, bringing it down to the foundation and creating a space where you can take in that knowledge, you take in that education and no one will be able to take it away from you. You get to be in control regardless of whatever situation you're in. If I could really sum it up into one sentence, I'm teaching people how to have the best relationship with food, AKA nutritional intelligence. Ooh, I love it. That's amazing way to put it. And I completely agree with that because as like a coach, you want to empower your clients to be able to take all that knowledge and transfer it in their own lives with or without you. So when you give people those tools, it's like, yes, let's do this versus just like a handbook that's just telling them, the food to eat versus like why you want to eat it and how to tailor it to yourself. So I love the way you put that. And I think there's something to be said about that as well. A lot of people, uh, a lot of like, I don't know, my parents have a ton of uh, clients that are very intrigued by what I'm doing. Um, And they'll say like, how do you differ from your competitors? And the first thing I'll say is like, Number one, I have tunnel vision on my people, how I can help my specific niche. So that's number one. But number two, I have done every single weight loss program out there from weight watchers to, I said weight loss for go-getters because (laughs) it's ingrained in my head. Um, That's the last one you ever did. (laughs) Yeah. From weight watchers to Jenny Craig to keto and just paleo, every single thing, whole 30, everything under the sun. What I found as a trend for every single one of those programs is they will give you the food. They will not tell you the science behind it. They will not give you the guidelines as to how to apply this in your real life, regardless of whatever situation that's in. So that's really like what I had to take a really serious step back and analyze how can I actually produce something that doesn't only help people during the 12 weeks? How can I produce something that helps people post those 12 weeks. Cause once you're in it, right. You have your people that are doing it with you. You have a coach, AKA me or whatever program you're doing, but how do you tackle this after? How do you actually take the steps from the information that you're given to apply it to your every single day? That's why they call it a lifestyle change because it has to yeah. be right. And 
those, those are really the tools and the foundations that I'm building um, for the program and for the people that are going to be in it. Yeah, absolutely. So I help a lot of people with like emotional eating. Is that a roadblock that you ever dealt with? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I know it's like, who has it? Yeah. So that's actually another week long, um, topic of mine. It's like how to get over the cheat meal, cheat day, um, mentality, because as you know, one meal or one day isn't going to change anything, but it's all of the motions that you need to deal with of what's coming up for you when you're having like a cheat meal or cheat day, like real talk for the most part, I eat whatever the hell I want. Right. I don't ever consider something a cheat. I just think of it as something that like, am I indulging in it? Am I enjoying it? What am I like, what other things are coming up for me? Do I want to enjoy this meal or a drink with a friend that I haven't seen in a long time? Do I want to enjoy that moment and just spruce it up with a meal or with a drink? I don't ever think of it as like, I'm doing harm to myself. Right. Right. I don't need to tell you, you know, better than anyone else through brain rewiring. I don't, there's so many like layers beyond that, but it is something that people deal with every single day. And it is something that needs to be addressed. It's just, it's a conversation. I think people don't talk about it enough. It's like kind of a taboo topic and Mm -hmm. you and I are here to change that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because I do see with like a lot of my clients, they'll be like, oh my God, I ate so good. And then all of a sudden, like one night, this happened because I don't know, my husband said this or my kids are doing this and it's like navigating your everyday life because shit's going to happen. You're going to have a day at work. Your kids are going to annoy you. And it's like, okay, how can I navigate this without turning to food and like ruining my whole day? I feel like is such an important narrative to address. Yeah, not only that, I think it kind of goes hand in hand um, with snacking or the cheat meal or like something happens. Listen, shit happens. Life happens. It is in those moments, the decisions that you get to make that affect that situation. Right. So I think it's taking a step back because a lot of people use food as an emotional support system for them which is, listen, like it's not a good or a bad thing. Sometimes it just is that, but I think it's actually addressing what's happening in those moments that you can start shifting what that narrative actually is. Yeah, absolutely. When you were like circling back to when you were in New York and your food blogging days, how like did you decide that enough is enough and kind of take that mental next step to shift because I think it's easier to be like, you know what, I'm done and like start doing the physical stuff. But when you lose like that much weight, it's really more of like a mental challenge that you overcome. Yeah. So for lack of better term, I had a come to Jesus moment, which I touched upon really lightly, but I to this day, I remember exactly what I was wearing. I'm pretty sure I even have a picture of myself or like a boomerang of something where I was completely covered in black. And it was all like uh, a long, uh, long t-shirt pants, like all the way down to my ankles, um, like sneakers. You know how hot it is in New York? 
you, you need to wear sandals. You need to wear like a dress. It is just, it is painfully hot. And I remember looking at myself and it's funny. I was always running 15 minutes late in New York because I don't know, it's a bad habit I picked up, but I had had just like a few extra minutes before I had to leave. And I just looked at myself and I just, I didn't recognize who that person was. And I felt in a perfectly air conditioned apartment before I even went outside, it was really hard for me to breathe. And I just looked at myself and I said, who is this person? I didn't recognize myself. I didn't recognize how I looked. I didn't recognize how I felt. And it was definitely like, it first stemmed from like, I just want to look different. I want to look like myself again. And the mental shift really came from how I started to feel. I think even just two weeks in, when I said, fuck it, I'm done. I did the research. I created my own set of rules for myself. And what I started chasing was I just started feeling better and better and better. It got much easier for me to breathe. I definitely started really liking how I looked and the tension I started getting, which was new for me as well. But that mental shift needs to come from a place of what is your why? What is your why? For me, it was chasing that feeling of, I just want to feel really good. I want to feel really sharp. I want to feel like whatever task is thrown at me, I can do it. And I can do it with a completely invincible mindset. You know, when you eat really well and you do it kind of consistently, you feel sharp. You feel like whatever is thrown at you, you can just do it and you can do it really fucking well. So that's the feeling I started chasing. The side effect was I started losing weight. And an even bigger side effect of that was I started saving a ton of money because although I was getting paid through brands and I was getting paid through restaurants and I was making like a really good amount of money on the side doing that, I was spending $500 a week going out, which is so easy for me to blow. I can literally do that in like three or four nights. I don't even need a whole week. That's being really honest and real is because dining out for me is an experience and I love those kind of experiences. So when I started cooking, when I started meal prepping and planning and doing things working backwards, I ended up spending $100 a week on food. Quick math, that's $400 a week. That's over $20,000 of savings a year. Yeah, that's insane. Right. So all of these side effects started happening. I started feeling really strong. I started feeling really clear. I felt invincible at work. I was losing weight. I was looking good and I got to save money. That's when like the aha moment came for me where I was like, oh my God, like I can help people doing this kind of stuff. And it really came from the mindset shift of why do, why, why does this matter? what, what is going to be the most important thing for me? And that was my why. And my why was, I just want to feel really fucking good all the time. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And so freaking true because yeah, you want to feel good. You want to be able to look in the mirror and truly love what you see and not feel like, who is this? What's going on? So that's such a valid point. So 
what kind of made you shift? Like you just mentioned that you're like, oh, I can help people with this. But was there something that like really made you go full force into the not only like I can, but I'm gonna help people with this? Yeah. So I'd say a few things. One, as I started changing, my audience started changing and people would start asking me for advice and recipes and you look so good. What are like, what are the best steps that I can take? And also this was an aha moment for me as well. I went back to San Francisco for my cousin's wedding and I had multiple people come up to me asking me what I did. And the Russian Jewish community is a very judgmental community. Let me just say that I'm going to spare you the details, but, um, Mom, please don't listen. <laughs> no, mom knows <laughs> this story. Uh, I'll give you the PG 13 version of this story. I just had multiple people come up to me and they're like, how do you look so good? And I had responded saying, you know, this was just through food. It took a lot of time and effort um, and dedication, maybe not so much time, but like a lot of dedication and effort, but it was through food. Like, oh, there's no exercising. And I said, no, zero exercise. And they're like, okay, how much can I pay you in order, um, in order for me to look like you, <laughs> for me to have the same results as you. And that's when I had the light bulb moment of like, damn, if these judgmental people want to pay me, like maybe I have something here. Um, it's very interesting because life works in ways where it may not make sense at the time. For me, being a food blogger was just all of my passions, food, writing, photography, like that is what I've always loved to do. I've always been on the more creative side, um, even though I love math, but like, I was always the person that did the extracurriculars for like, uh, I did was in, in every AP English class. I was a very big part of like our yearbook, um, for, for, for high school, I was gonna say for middle school, for high school. <laughs> Um, and that is like what just fueled me. So I started a food Instagram literally just for fun. And I was always a weirdo when I was like 11 with my digital camera, taking pictures of food where my parents would be like, can we just eat already? And I'm like, hold on, I want to take it from a different angle. And then I moved to New York, the craziest, best city in the entire world. Um, where shit just got really real for me. And I've been in sales for eight years. And the reason I fell in love with sales is I get to help people. My grandma was a pediatrician in Ukraine. And that sense of helping others has always been just a really big part of who I am. She was a big part of my childhood. Um, and as one of my best friends, and I think if there's any like kindness in my heart, it's because of her. Um, um, and I am terrified of blood and needles. So I was not going to be a doctor. That is my brother's path. Uh, he's in medical school. Um, but that sense of wanting to help people has always stood by me. And that's why I gravitated towards sales is I got to talk to people definitely, but I got to listen. I love listening to people and I love problem solving. So kind of all of these things from passion to profession kind of turned into something really beautiful, which is me launching my business. And I get to help people 
who are super busy. They don't have all the time in the world, but they're very passionate about it. It's a big goal for them. And I get to help them navigate that entire process because your relationship with food is a complicated one, but it's one that you should be in charge of and in control of. So if I can help people doing that, what better gift is there? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So you keep mentioning that like your relationship with food is so important and so complicated and totally agree. How do you think like your other relationships in your life have shifted as your relationship with food has shifted? Oh, what a great question. Um, So I would say there are things that go hand in hand, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with food, your relationship with money, your relationship with your career. So I would say for the most part, like all of those were, they were fine, but I don't live a life of being, of being mediocre to me. When I got my shit together with food is when all of those other relationships got really fucking strong. I already told you about my relationship with money, how I just got like really serious about it. And it stemmed from a place that I didn't even know it came from. It came from my expenses around food, my relationship with myself. I started asking questions when I was feeling certain things like a cheat meal or when I'm in a grocery store or when I'm out traveling or when I'm out at a restaurant. It's those times when I just got really serious about what's my why, right? And I got really, really good at starting to listen to other people and digging deeper because I started digging deeper with myself personally. And I related that to work as well. So when you change a really big relationship like that, um, an incredible thing starts to happen. It opens up your relationship with other things in your life. And I love that question because I didn't realize it at the time. Looking back, because this was three, four years ago, no concept of time anymore. Thank you, COVID. Um, right. But uh, it started affecting other places in my life in such a beautiful and meaningful way. Yeah, so true. Because your relationship to food is really your relationship to yourself and your interactions. Just like, I think it's tied to everything. Yeah. So noticing that and shifting that allows you to start everything else that you want to shift. Exactly. And I didn't even realize it at the time. Um, no one's ever asked me that before. So that's a really great question. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, I like to take those little job questions. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So kind of like, where are you at now with food and weight loss? Like what are your current goals? If you have any, um, right now I'm just, I'm really happy. I'm really happy with my body. I'm really happy with how I feel. I would say it is just completely shifted what my relationship with food is. So I would say like 82 to 87% of the time (laughs) I eat a very specific way, which is a 
uh, low net carb, high fiber diet. And it just becomes so intuitive to me. And it's stuff that like my body craves, which is what it's vegetables, it's vegetables, it's lean protein. Um, that's how I eat most of the time, but other times when I want to go out, I just moved to Los Angeles. Um, if I want to go out and try a new restaurant or I love, love, I love, love, love going to speakeasies and just trying cocktails. I'm a big wino as well. Um, all of the things that like you can have on my program as well, by the way. Um, I love to experience that as well. So my relationship with food, I think it's one that I will always have and it'll always be changing and growing and whatever, going through a metamorphosis of its own. But as of right now, I would say I'm just really happy. Um, I'm really happy with how I feel because I wake up with no brain fog. I wake up ready to like tackle the day and I have the energy to push me through everything that I need to do. Um, and I get to enjoy life, which like, that's what it's about. Yeah, seriously. I freaking love that because it really is about enjoying life. And if you're eating in a way that you don't enjoy, like that's pretty, takes a toll on you. And it bleeds other parts yeah. of your life as well. Because if you're not getting mm-hmm. enjoyment from that, I guarantee you that there are other places in your life that you're not getting enjoyment from as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, where are you depriving pleasure? And that's like in so many areas, if you're not eating correctly. And we love pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I actually like, that's one of my intentions this month is to like, try to find some bit of pleasure in every day. Hell yeah. Go get it, girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, we only have this one little life at this point in time. So we got to enjoy it. Enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. So you're moving to launching this program. How is kind of the transition from the corporate world to doing this new launch going? That's how I feel about that. Um, but as of last week, um, you're the first person I've announced this to um, in any uh, public fashion, but I put my two weeks notice in. <laughs> um, so for anyone out there who is kind of on the same trajectory. If they're in the corporate world, you're launching your own business and you don't really know how to balance the two anymore. There will come a time and place. And I've been not freaking out or worried about it. Just something that's been in the back of my head is when am I going to jump? And I really, I'm really, really, really good at time management, but the time and place to jump was right before launch. For me, I want to give this my all and I can't do that if I'm chasing someone else's dream. There was actually a time and point when I first met you, when I was at my current employer and I was interviewing at other jobs. Do you remember that? Briefly, it sounds familiar. (laughs) So I had decided So this company was crazy. They wanted 11 interviews and I'd gone through seven. And at this point I was like, literally 
what else do you need? My first unborn child, like my blood, like what, what Literally. else need for me? <laughs> and this was also a defining moment where I said, fuck that. Why would I ever put my dream on hold to go chase someone else's? And I said, yeah. whatever I need to do, I'm going to buckle down and organize my business because at the time it was just an idea. I'd graduated school. I started working with a business coach who's literally changed my life in a million ways that I'm not even like fully aware of yet myself. I agree. <laughs> as you know, the one and only shout out, Christina, we love you <laughs> over here, as you know, but she had told me, uh, like we can go as fast as you want. You just have to like dedicate your time and energy to it. And I was so unhappy with <laughs> the company that I just gave my two weeks notice to. This was back in October. And I said, I'm done interviewing. One of the biggest benefits of this company is I've been there for so long and I'm so good at my job that I can dedicate a little bit of time when I'm done working to my business. So I buckled up. I said, no, thank you to that other company that wanted um, 11 interviews out of me. And I buckled down and I said, this, this is, this is my dream. So fast forward to now, which is the beginning of May, we're about to launch by we, I mean me, and (laughs) this is go time. This is when I jump. So I would say, get all of your ducks in a row. I think that's a completely separate interview and a completely separate topic of things to discuss, but there just comes a point where you got to believe in yourself. You have to have the right support system and some sort of plan. My plan is I'm going to go all in on my business. And I don't know exactly what that means, but it's a feeling that I have where I have enough of my what is that phrase? Ducks in a row where I have all of my ducks in a row and um, we'll see what happens. And as the lovely Michelle says, fuck a plan B. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck a back that. plan. <laughs> Make that your wallpaper, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see. I think the good news is um, the career that I'm in sales, it will always a need out there in the world, but I've dedicated enough of my time and my resources to say, this is what I meant to do. I know it. I know it sounds absolutely insane to anyone who's such a logical person of, wouldn't you want to see it work first? Like get enough people in the program first and see if you can scale. I know that'll, it'll work. My biggest fear, honestly, was I don't know how I'm going to work at a corporate company while doing my thing at the same time. And the thing is now that I have two weeks left, a week and a half left, this means I get to dedicate all of my time and most importantly, my energy to people who are really serious about weight loss and they want to do it in a fun, sustainable way. My, my love, my attention, my everything is now dedicated to those people which in turn reinvigorates me. So I don't even remember what your question was, like what, what's going on. Um, we are month and a half out to launch 
and I'm really fucking excited. Yes, I can like feel the energy shift when you talk about it. And I believe that energy is our biggest currency. So you removing your energy from the corporate world into your passion is the only really tool that you need. Because if you have that, then everyone else is going to feel it and jump on board. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting you say that whenever people ask me, like, what's your biggest passion? I just turn into a different person. I'm like, me too. (laughs) I just light up and my, it's what you just said. Like my energy and my heart just like expands and I've never had any, anything like that before. Right. I had like all of these little pieces, but it didn't make sense up until me just turning 30 and being like, okay, I know what it is that I meant to do. So I'm going all in on me, which in turn means like I'm going all in on helping people, which like genuinely what could be a better gift than that? Absolutely. And people need the help. People want the help and people are ready for it. It's just... It's all in alignment and it's so beautiful and I'm so happy for you. Thank you. you. I'm, I'm really excited. There's a part of me that's absolutely scared shitless. Like the logical brain part of me. That's like, (laughs) what are you doing? And then there's my heart and my soul that's saying like, we got this. Don't worry about it. Like you'll figure it out as you go. You're really good at that. And you get to help people like, oh my God. Yeah. people. Yeah. And I think that's just a natural part of launching a business of being entrepreneur is the fight between your brain being like you're batshit crazy and your soul. That's like, but this is your path. And like, I feel this all the time. (laughs) So you're not alone. Thank you. (laughs) Is this a therapy session? I love it. Honestly, I feel like every conversation with me turns into that. So it could. <laughs> I love it. Love therapy. I think therapy is literally the best investment you can make in yourself, at least when you have a very loud uh, noise or voice inside of your brain. Um, biggest, biggest uh, recommender of therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Recommend all the tools, whether it's physical health, mental health, just invest in yourself. And if you haven't learned that from listening to any of these podcast episodes, now you're hearing it. Yeah, (laughs) you're hearing it from the two of us. Thank you. You're welcome. Exactly, exactly. So I'm so excited for your program launch. What is a takeaway on losing weight in a fun way that you want to leave the audience with? So this is something that I teach during my program, um, but something that I've kind of touched upon multiple times during this interview is owning your relationship and being in control. So something that people always ask me is like, oh my God, what do I do when I go out to eat with friends? So because I have half of my chart in Capricorn and I'm the biggest control freak in the world. I don't even think you need to look at it that way. I think it's really about like choosing what your freedom looks like. Look at a menu ahead of time, period, the end, that's it. 
if you can look at something ahead of time, and this is the way that I meal plan, this is the way that I teach people how to meal plan, how I teach people to navigate a grocery store, when they're eating for travel, when they're eating out, when they're going out for drinks with their friend, literally just do one thing. Look at the menu ahead of time, choose what you're going to eat. That way you have zero pressure or zero thought that even needs to go into it when it comes to eating out. That way you can actually enjoy your time, with the people that you're with, you know what you're ordering ahead of time. And at the end of the day, it's your choice. So yeah. go have fun with it. Yes, I love that. And something I want to add, because this is something I do too. And I think what people say is like, but what are other people going to think? No one gives a shit. Do you? <laughs> Literally something that I reach from the get-go and I ask people during like my calls with them is what is your why when you bring it back to what's important to you and what's actually really important to you tunnel vision happens we don't give a fuck about what person to the left of us thinks what person to the right of us thinks we're here for us you get to choose you you're investing in you so when you get to make those decisions, we don't care what other people think. And if it's that big of an issue, I would definitely think about what your relationship with that person actually is, but that's a different topic for a different time. Tunnel vision, make a choice. It's about you, boo. Yes, I love it. I love it. Focus on yourself. Love yourself. The end. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> yes, thank you. So this has been such an awesome and empowering conversation that I think all women can relate to on some, if not all levels. So I know everyone will want to learn more from you and connect with you. Where can they do that? Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Jackie's Food Affair. And if you want to learn more about the program, it is called Weight Loss for Go-Getters. So if you just go to weightlossforgogetters.com, you will find all of the deets there. Amazing. I'm so excited for you on this next step in your journey. And yeah. This has been such an awesome conversation. Thank you for coming on the show. It was an honor. Thank you so much for having me. This was incredible.